Welcome to the Infotainment Podcast Initiating Startup Sequence. Hi, my name is Randy, and the Infotainment Podcast will begin shortly. I will be around mound to podcast sound, pound for pound, the best podcast around. like to welcome you, you, and especially you, and I would like you to subscribe, you to subscribe, and you, especially you, to subscribe. <laughs> the Roadcaster Pro 2, I've been using it for about three episodes so far, and because Road, uh, I love the machine. But when you try to be everything for everybody, kind of tick off the main people that the Roadcaster Pro 1 was made for. I plan on expanding on this, but right for now, I'm recording into my DAW. I don't have a solid state external hard drive connected. I don't have a micro uh, SD card because I lost mine because it's so damn tiny I can't find it where I thought I put it last, and it's probably here somewhere, or got sucked up in the vacuum or something, it fell on the floor. But today I was trying to just record into my DAW, and I'm going, why isn't my audio coming through? And because the, the gamers need 5 billion ways to route their audio, I gotta go, well, is it here? Is this the problem? I don't really know, or is it my computer uh, audio settings? So I'm switching those back and forth and trying to get to come through uh, my DAW. And on the DAW, it's always been the microphone was set to main, and the speakers were set to chat, which sent them to the headphones. So then I go to routing. And I'm like, well, should these all be X'd out or not? And here I accidentally had the custom tab mark, and that was it. And I put it back to mix minus, and then things started to work. But I can see as this thing gets more complex, I am really pissed piss off the podcasters because people are really confused about this uh, primary and secondary USB port. And they've been trying to explain it and the mix minus thing and getting loopbacks. And uh, just, it's, I just got a simple setup right now. And I just experienced 
all right it was tinkering with open camera today trying to get audio to that and that seemed to work and uh, possibly put some videos up eventually i don't understand when you, i suppose when you get the gamers when they get it, their audio all set up they don't have to mess with it but geez do you need that many places for audio to go you know, how when do you have time to play the game oh i don't want audio to go here i want audio to go here i need to hear it in my headphones oh audio shouldn't be going here they hear all my computer noises they hear my game noises oh my fuck uh, god <laughs> i guess i'll just have to roll with the punches and uh figure it out for myself as as uh, problems arise because they need it uh, uh, all, all those millions of options of audio okay now i'm done with my ranting as long as everyone insists on offering their valuable opinion i may as well throw my two cents worth in well i've thought about it and i'm not done with my ranting yet I saw this entertainment story where <laughs> Brad Pitt appeared at the Berlin premiere of his new movie, Bullet Train, which I want to see. But uh, at the Berlin premiere, he was wearing a skirt. Oh, my God. Well, I guess he... According to the story, he predicted that men would be wearing skirts uh, 20 years ago. It's already been done, Brad. Uh, what do you think a kilt really is? <laughs> Why not just walk up the aisle with Bruce Caitlyn Jenner and wear something that Beyonce would? Uh, or... Um, Oh, who's the... I can't think of her name. Um, uh, Machine Gun Kelly's girlfriend or wife or whatever she is. But uh, that sheer outfit that turned a lot of heads uh, <laughs> up the red carpet like a year or so ago. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe it, maybe he will go through a <laughs> transformation here. He was so wrecked mentally by Angelina Jolie that he decided to become a woman. How dare you! I don't, I don't get it. For many mature women who. Uh, still uh, pine for uh, for him as a sex symbol of Hollywood. Maybe you thought that look was good, but uh, when you're when you're playing in kind of an action star in the movie, <laughs> this movie Bullet Train, maybe a skirt wasn't the best plan, and it wasn't even that good of a. It was like a basic brown thing <laughs> it's like uh nobody nobody wants to see 
Beyonce in jeans and a flannel shirt, you know? Or Halle Berry, or who else can I say? Uh, Mariah Carey. Well, Mariah Carey probably 20 years ago, but I figure all the men of Hollywood are going to go through this transformation. Who, who else now is going to be sporting a, a skirt up the red carpet for the guys? How dare you! <laughs> I bet you'll never see Liam Neeson in a skirt. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. But I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. <laughs> yes, I know there are more hard-hitting news stories in the world. But with my condition, uh, reading those, it just increases my anxiety which is not a good thing, but we would like to give a tip of the cap to a good Samaritan who shot and killed a active shooter in an Indiana mall food court, uh, leg legally carrying the weapon. The, let's see. He, the Good Samaritan, takes down gunman who killed three people. A 22-year-old man shot and killed the shooter who was armed with a long rifle and several magazines of ammunition inside Greenwood Park Mall. Police are investigating a shooting at Greenwood Park Mall that happened around 6 p.m. Sunday. Four people are dead and police tell 13 News. The shooter is among those killed. Those killed are 56-year-old Pedro Pineda, his wife, 37-year-old Rosa Marian Rivera de Pineda, uh, and 30-year-old Victor Gomez. All died of multiple gunshot wounds, according to autopsy reports released July 19th. Police said the 20-year-old shooter had two rifles, a handgun, and several magazines of ammunition, but he only used one of the rifles. Police said the shooter entered the mall at 4.54 p.m. on July 17th, he immediately entered the bathroom at the food court and stayed there for an hour and two minutes. His cell phone was found submerged in a toilet in the bathroom. As the shooter left the bathroom, he began firing, causing chaos at the mall. Police said the shooter fired 24 rounds during the shooting. Police... People inside the mall at the time of the shooting told 13 News reporter Logan Greg Gay that they heard 20 gunshots in the food court. And IMPD spokesman said it appears shots were only fired in the food court area. 
the first shooter, the shooter first shot and killed Gomez. Then he fired into the food court, hitting and killing the Pinedas. He fired more shots in the food court area and wounded a 22-year-old woman in the leg. And a bullet fragment hit a 12-year-old girl in the back. This has shaken us to our core. This isn't something we've seen in Greenwood before. It is absolutely horrendous. Greenwood Police Chief Jim Ison said. He went on to say that they have trained for active shooter situations like this, and he was proud of the response from law enforcement. Greenwood PD said a review of surveillance video uh, showed the suspect began firing at 5.56 at 5.57, Elijah Dickinson, an armed bystander, fired on the shooter from 40 yards away, according to police. When within 15 seconds from when the shooting began, Dickinson fired 10 rounds, hitting the shooter as the shooter tried to retreat into the bathroom, but collapsed and died, along with his cell phone. An autopsy found the shooter was shot eight times and none were self-inflicted. Wow. I wonder what gun he was using. He fired ten rounds and hit him eight times. Uh, nice shot. Dickens had no police training or military background, according to police. He was carrying under the new constitutional carry law and did not have a permit. Police say Dickens learned to shoot from his grandfather and that he had no military or police training. His actions were nothing short of heroic. He engaged the gunman from quite a distance with a handgun and was very proficient in that, was tactically sound, and as he moved to close in on the suspect, he was also motioning the people to exit behind him. Uh, Eisen said about Dickens' actions, many people would have died last night if it not for a responsible armed citizen that took action very quickly within the first two minutes of the shooting. Dickens has not yet spoken with the media about the shooting. However, his lawyer Guy A. Relford released a statement on Monday that said Dickon is waiting to speak about the shooting to respect the lives lost and the police investigation. Just a minute as I get a sip of uh, my adult beverage, I'll take a drink for this uh, man for doing what he did. Here's to you. It makes me wonder about some of the events we hold here in our town, whether there should be some responsible gun-carrying people as uh, the world gets more depraved. I am proud to serve as Eli Dickens' attorney and spokesperson. 
He is a true American hero who saved countless lives during horrific, uh, a horrific event that could have been so much worse if not for Eli's courage, preparedness, and willingness to protect others. Because we want to respect the ongoing criminal investigation by the Greenwood Police Department and take time to honor the three innocent lives lost, we won't be making any substantive uh, comments on Sunday's events until the authorities' investigation is is closed. In the interim, we ask that you respect the privacy of Eli and his family. On Wednesday, Ralph would treat it, <laughs> treated, tweeted that Dickon had a license to carry a handgun, which was issued August 4th, 2021. However, Dickon did not need the license because constitutional or permitless carry became law in Indiana on July 1st. I don't know if I can lawfully own a firearm, but maybe it's time to considering to consider a uh, weapon and a license to carry, if possible, for me to get one with my uh, background. But I would take all training courses and all that required to. I don't know if we can can conceal and carry in Minnesota, or it has to be visible, but it makes you a target for police, you know, if it has to be visible, that you do have the proper permit to carry. But the way this world is going, maybe more people need to be doing that. When I say that, I'm saying responsible gun owners who know how to use their weapon. As long as everyone insists on offering their valuable opinion, I may as well throw my two cents worth in. My next item comes under the heading of uh, closing the barn doors after the horses escaped. (laughs) How long ago could the FCC have done this? Like a year and more, the FCC orders phone companies to stop annoying auto warranty scammers. I don't know how many calls I got about that. Uh, The Federal Communications Commission has ordered phone companies to block a slew of auto warranty robocalls. These are nearly always scams. The FCC's robocall response team said this week a little late to the party and the FCC said that more than 8 billion of these annoying auto warranty related robocalls have originated from a group comprised of Roy Cox Jr., Aaron Michael Jones and their uh, Sumco Panama companies as well as other international associates since at least 2018. Well, we're going back a ways. Now all providers must block the the robocalls uh, traffic from these callers immediately, the FCC said. 
We are not going to tolerate robocall scammers or those that help make their scams possible. FCC Chairwoman Jessica Rosenworcel said in a statement, Consumers are out of patience, and I'm right there with them. Yeah. Um, gee, you've had since uh, 2018 to do this. Uh, There had to have been complaints uh, uh, way back when. These auto warranty uh, scam robocalls, which typically claim that a person's car warranty or auto insurance is set to expire, have led to more complaints to the FCC than any other form of unwanted call, the report said. Consumers are out. Oh, that's I already read that. Now that uh, U.S. Vo- uh, voice service providers know the individuals and entities associated with this scheme, uh, how long ago could you have known? You only know about them now. The Enforcement Bureau will closely monitor voice service providers. Compliance with this order and take appropriate enforcement action as necessary, said uh, uh, Loyan A. A. Eagle, Eagle, uh, the acting FCC Enforcement Bureau chief, in a statement. These auto warranty robocalls are also currently being investigated by the FCC Enforcement Bureau. And the Ohio Attorney General, the report said, this is just one piece of the growing volume of spam calls blowing up everyone's text messages and phone lines. Americans received more than 4.3 billion robocalls in June uh, 2022 alone which was an 8.5% increase from May, according to spam call blocking app Umail. And U.S. consumers lost $86 million from spam text in 2020. Yeah. How long ago could you crack down on this? According to the Federal Trade Commission, the FCC shared the following tips to protect yourself from robocall scams. Well, I fell prey to an IT scam from uh, this uh, scammer that was uh, closely attached to the people I wanted to call and accidentally called this number for uh, IT scam company called uh, Guru Aid, G U R U Aid, and every uh, YouTube channel that goes after these scammers, there's a bunch of different channels that go after them for trying to get people to turn over gift card numbers and all this. And IT scammers saying that they've got a number of virus and viruses and I'll clean them out for an exorbitant fee. And they're not even 
um, viruses. They're just something natural that that uh, uh, pops up during the day when you're using your computer. Um, well, here we have some advice. Don't share, do not share any personal information to anyone that calls you unexpectedly. Be aware, telephone scammers are good at what they do and may use real information to gain your trust and imply that they work for a company you trust. Yeah, there's a lot of them that say they work for Microsoft. You would think Microsoft, I, I don't know what, um, I'm sure they do something against these companies that pretend to be employees of uh, Microsoft. But uh, caller ID, criminals might use a spoofing to deliberately uh, falsify the information transmitted. Uh, I know they call as the IRS. Uh, they call as the FBI. Uh, what other things? One other saying, oh, Amazon. There was an unwanted charge from Amazon and uh, all sorts of different ways. And they want you to package up money and bring it to somebody to, it, it's just, don't fall for this garbage. Double check. If you think it might be a legitimate call, hang up and call the company with which you have an established business relationship using a phone number from a previous bill or on their website. Let us know. File a complaint with the FCC uh, consumer complaints, fcc.gov forward slash. Here is some tips on getting rid of robotechs. Oh, I could use that right now. Here's how to protect yourself from Robotech, which built consumers out of 86 million in 2020, according to the Federal Trade Commission. Sick of getting phone calls about your car's expired warranty when you don't own a car, a tax refund that's supposedly waiting for you, or even a low-interest uh, consolidated loan, you are not alone, but as present prevalent as they may seem, the volume of scam robocalls in the U.S. declined by 29% in August compared to June when some 2.1 billion scam robocalls were made, according to data from Umail, a spam calling block app and digital voicemail box. Last month, some 7.65 billion spam texts were sent in the U.S. I'm not sure what year that is, but uh, that's uh, 7.65 billion spam texts too many. Spam robotechs, however, are on the rise and are posed to continue to grow. Uh... According to 28 spam texts uh, for every person in the country, according to data from RoboKiller, uh, 
a robocall and robotext filtering app. That's an 8% increase from June when some uh, 7 billion spam texts were sent. Uh, let's see. RoboKiller estimates that spam texts will reach a total of 86 billion people during all of 2021, a 55% uh, increase from 2020. That uptick comes at a price. Consumers in the U.S. lost 86 million from spam texts in uh, 2020, according to the Federal Trade Commission. I'm extremely concerned about Robotex, said Teresa Murphy, who heads the Consumer Watchdog Division at the U.S. Public Interest Research Group, a nonprofit consumer advocacy group. Compared to robocalls, they're easier for bad guys to send out, Murray told MarketWatch, and it can be more difficult for Consumers to weed out the fraudulent ones because there's no sus suspicious voice or other warning signs that can come with a personal uh, contact during a phone call. It's just a static text with uh, a gobbledygook link, she added. Why are robocalls declining but not robotechs? Americans are receiving... Uh, fewer robocalls thanks to blocking technology uh, known as STIR slash SHAKEN, which stands for Secure Telephone Identity, a revisited and signature-based handling of asserted information using uh, tokens. STIR slash SHAKEN digitally validates the handcuff of phone calls of passing through the complex web of networks allowing the phone company of the consumer receiving the call to verify that a call is in fact from the number displayed on caller ID, the FCC explains. The FCC required most U.S. phone companies to implement stir slash shake and technology by June 30th because of the technology, you may now see calls on your uh, phone labeled scam risk or unverified caller, even if the call appears to be coming from an area code near you. Yeah, a lot of them uh, are coming from my area code or a local number. Uh, a lot of these, those things, I leave for them to leave a voicemail if they're legitimate, and a lot of them don't, so I don't uh, call them back or nothing. But the technology does not protect consumers against spam texts, said, oh, gee, I'll bu I'd butcher that. Uh, uh, Porter is the last name, vice president of RoboKiller, stir and not shaken, uh, or shaken, not stirred, 007, is designed largely to address caller ID spoofing, which is very prevalent. Approximately 37 to 38% of spam calls are spoofed. She said spoofing is uh, not so common among texts, 
However, scammers have a wide array of means to reach people via difficult-to-trace phone numbers. And since the recent implementation of the Stern Shaken has led to more scam robocalls going unanswered, fraudsters are sending more texts, Porter told MarketWatch. Uh, the FCC and the CTIA, a trade association representing the wireless communication industry, uh, didn't respond to MarketWatch requests for comment regarding what legal remedies or technology can be used to help reduce the volume of scam text Americans receive. How to protect yourself from scam texts. Never respond, even if the text tells you to reply stop to no longer receive messages. Doing so will likely cause you to receive more text because it will verify to the fraudulent actor that your number is in use. They can also sell your number to others. Never click a link, tempting as it may be to investigate on your own, whether a text is a spam or not, by clicking a link included in it, doing so could allow bad actors to gain access to sensitive personal information stored on your phone. Block and report. Even if you receive spam texts and calls from a variety of different numbers, you can at least ensure the ones that have already contacted you won't be able to do so if you block them. The FCC also recommends forwarding unwanted robotechs to uh, 7726-SPAM. Spam and, uh, uh, well, that's what I guess that uh, works, which will alert your carrier and help them investigate the bad actors and protect others. 7726-SPAM. Hmm. <clears throat> Let's see if we have any other things like that. No, that was uh, basically an it, it. But uh, if you're interested, you should check out some of these uh, uh, people that uh, go after scammers, uh, mainly in India, uh, pretending to be internet technology Companies that uh, will help you fix your computer. Be very wary. Listen to accents, and now some of them are coming across as um, more uh, like a U.S. English uh, person making the calls. It might be a scam, also, uh, <clears throat> because. They're uh, becoming knowledgeable from watching all these. Uh, one is called Scammer Payback. Also is another YouTube channel that goes after these guys. There's another guy, Jim Browning, who does this uh, work. And he is really savvy with that. He uh, work it so he can look at their... Uh, CCTV cameras to that uh, watch the employees at a scam call center in uh, India. 
and Scammer Payback, and there's one called Kit Boga, which is another good one. But be very wary of all this. So, well, I think this is a podcast episode is coming to a conclusion. (coughs) Subscribe to my podcast if you like it. Visit infotainmentpodcasts.com. If you are so inclined, you can leave a tip in the tip jar with PayPal. And as always, have a pleasant day today and a happy ending tonight. Evacuation order acknowledged. Initiating shutdown sequence.